Hey, this is Jesse Canton. Man, I am so glad that you took the time to download this podcast. Listen, it's getting ready to be a blessing to you. It is power packed full of wisdom. Listen, as you hear this episode and you maybe you want to be a blessing to this podcast, well, you can hit me up on Cash App. Type in Jesse E. Canty, J-S-S-E, the letter E, C-A-N-T-Y, with the dollar sign, of course. And you can be a blessing. Anything you give will be appreciated. I thank you, and I pray that nothing but God's blessings and his best be upon you. Take care. Hey, this is Jesse Kent with another episode of How Bad Do You Want It? This episode is not for everybody. This is for the people who feel like life sometimes is there to bury them. It seems like one thing after another is throwing dirt on you and putting weight on your shoulders. But you got to understand that God would never allow things to come against you and bury you. Maybe he is allowing that dirt to come against you to plant you so it can cause you to grow to another dimension. But everybody is not willing to go there. So people who's not willing to go there, go ahead and tip on out. But for the people who left behind, listen, we're going to talk about something. We're going to call this uncharted waters. Let's go. Yeah, man. Man of wisdom, man of wisdom. From the pulpit to the podcast, from the pulpit to the podcast, to the podcast. Hello, 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 hello. Welcome to another episode of How Bad Do You Want It? I am your host, Jesse E. Canty. This is my podcast, man. This is episode number 179, and I'm so excited about it. Let's get into this thing right now. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, allow your Holy Spirit. The same way it drove Jesus into the wilderness, God, but it brought him out under the power of the Holy Ghost. I pray that it lead us and guide us, God. Allow us to stumble upon something, Father, that we hear straight from heaven. And we will begin to believe it and understand it and apply it in our lives. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Uncharted waters, man. And I want to say something to you. I want to read a little something to you. Uh, the prophet is Prophet Marika Stevens. Don't even know. I'm going to read a little bit of something that God sent to me through her uh, the other day. And this is where it was inspired from. She, I'm not going to read the entire message she sent me, but I'm going to pick up in the middle part. And this was the Lord that was speaking to her. She's uh, a, a mighty woman of God, been uh, the prophet in the house that I pastored for many years, faithful woman of God to us, my, uh, my wife and I, <clears throat> and the ministry. And this is what she said. She says, continue. And it was speaking to me directly from the Lord. She says, continue. This is what the Lord says. Continue to be obedient in your work for God. I hear the Lord saying you are about to experience another side of him. There is something new on the horizon. It may seem strange at first, and you may even question if it's God. It's me, says the Lord. I'm giving you new instructions. This time it will be unfamiliar and uncharted territories. This is something that she gave me a couple of days ago, maybe about three or four days ago. She sent to me and I needed that word. Uh, it, it, it was it was more than probably just what the natural ear heard just a minute ago. 
when God speaks a word to you in season, it, it is there to affirm or confirm what he is, what you have already been sensing. And I felt led to put this in a podcast. And I'm going to title instead of uncharted territory, which is the same difference, but it's, I'm going to title this one uncharted waters. God will lead you in places that you didn't plan to go. And a lot of times we are fighting against it. Did you hear what I just said? God will lead you in places that you never planned to go. Thank God that we're not God because our lives will be scripted in, 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 in so much of a basic and plain way. We would, most of us would script our lives. We wouldn't have any adversity. We would have victory over every one of our enemies, right? Present when we, presently when we wanted it and desired victory. And our life would make sense. But when you begin to be uh, uh, a finite human serving an infinite God, he will lead you in places, and let's be real, that flat out don't make sense to your natural mind. Well, it don't have to make sense to your natural mind. He's God. And by him being God, you have to have some level of trust towards him. There are people, and I feel this right now, I'm going to say it, that are listening to this podcast, that your life has been going down places where you've been constantly has been driven, driving you into prayer more, and you're trying to figure out and get a handle on what's going on. And it seems like as soon as you get your feet settled, Another wave come in and knock you off your feet and you don't know what's going on. And let me tell you something. I know it may be the enemy that you see doing a lot of things, but I'm here to tell you and sent by God to say, do not focus on the enemy because this has more of God in it than you think it does. God is not there to kill you. He is there to build you. And he will allow just like a shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd and I shall not want. Well, if that's true and it is, every shepherd have a sheep dog. And that shepherd will allow that dog to come in and uh, do whatever tactics that dog need to do without hurting his sheep to drive his sheep in a certain way. Now, for the people who don't have faith, they'll try to tear this apart and try to paint a picture that God is just evil and it don't make sense. God will allow us to see uh, or understand him. And the scripture tells you how his ways is not our ways and et cetera. And goes on about it. So the best way we can understand God sometimes is by using uh, similarities in life or, 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 or things that's in life that can say, this is what God is like. And that's what we're doing with the illustration of the sheep shepherd and his dog. And I can go deeper. Let me let me say this real quickly to show you I'm not off course. When it's when Jesus said, when Jesus told Satan, it is written that you shall worship the Lord thy God and him only shall you serve. And he was being tempted and he told Satan that when you look up that word worship, it means as a dog licks his master's palm. So that scripture there, that word worship there was not really meant for us. It was really showing us then a picture that Satan is God's sheepdog. And that dog will sometimes be used uh, and it may feel like a threat to the sheep, but the entire intention is to drive the sheep 
into the direction that the shepherd desired for him to go from the beginning. Don't you? And, and, and what the sheep don't need to do is really, instead of focusing on the dog and the fearfulness of the barking and the teeth that you see, rather a mature sheep would realize, wait a minute, maybe this 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 dog is being used. Uh, and I mean that, I mean that strongly being used to help drive me into the direction that the shepherd desire for me to go from the beginning. And sometimes God will allow uneasy conditions, adversity, storms of life, etc., 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 to drive you into uncharted waters. Take you into uncharted territories. He is allowing you told us in second Corinthians five and seven, that we are to walk by faith and faith and not by sight. That means literally you can also you, if you want to understand that scripture is just close your eyes and begin to walk even through your house that you live in every day of your life. But yet you can become so familiar with where you are at, but yet not to the point where you can close your eyes and still move in what you see every day. So if you can't walk through your house with your eyes closed without some level of fear coming upon you, tripping over something, how do you think you're going to go into new areas and not feel some level of fear when the Lord is leading you? So you got to understand if you're going to walk with God, you got to be able to do what you first say is walk. You have to be able to be moved. And sometimes we don't want to move when a sheep have found a pasture that he's comfortable with eating at. It don't make sense to the sheep. Why would the shepherd want us to move? Isn't the whole objective is to find greener pastures? I am sitting here in a pasture that can feed us for many years. Why are you driving us still? That's when we get to a place where our life is comfortable and don't understand why God is trying to move us. Because no, the objective is not to find just a green pastor. It's to take us beyond where we ever been before so we can trust the leadership and the guidance of the shepherd. So he will take you into places that what we call, and when the Lord was speaking through the prophet to me, I feel led to share this or feed this to you. Uncharted. I'm going to break down uncharted for a little bit. It refers to something, the basic definition, and I get into a little bit deeper. It refers to something that is not recorded on a map. Uncharted waters or uncharted territory can refer to places that you have not yet explored, but it can also be used figuratively to refer, hear me out, to unfamiliar situations you're in. Everybody want to walk with God in that which is familiar. And if you're really walking with God, see, sometimes it seems like people who the most spiritual, I can't remember, I would never forget my growing in God, where sometimes I would watch people who I deemed and and, and uh, uh, counted as super spiritual. They was on a level. And I don't mean that in negative connotation. They was on a level. I thought they was on a level where they trusted in God and everything. But as I grew in God, I began to realize, wait a minute, their trust in God is 
only framed up in familiar situations. If you take them out of what is familiar to them, then you will begin to realize or their true colors will be in the show where you don't trust God like you think you do. You trust God for the two. My God, you trust God as long as you enter in the environment that you are accustomed to. I should have hit the bomb right there. You trust God, my brother and my sister. Your faith is strong long as you can look around and recognize what's going on and recognize the group you're around and recognize the, the, the rituals you're doing while you're waiting on God. But the minute God take you to a new, uh, a new unfamiliar place, a place that has been uncharted, you cannot put your finger on it. You can't, it's struggling to find anybody in your clique or your group that is going through what you're going through. Now you are in uncharted waters. And now your knees are shaking. Now that faith that you say you've been having for a long time, now you can't seem to find it. Because God wants to take you into places that you cannot articulate. Neither can you research it and find something that anybody else went through. Your faith must drive you through the places that you are unfamiliar with. God wants to take you in areas that you cannot pinpoint what he's doing, but it will enlighten or it will uh, 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 enlighten your faith and your level of trust in God. Let me read that again. Continue to obey God and your continue to be obedient in your work. I hear the Lord saying you are about to experience another side of him and there is something new on the horizon. That's the problem right there. Many of us, some of us tend to think we have seen or we know God. I can recognize God. And you start telling your testimonies. Thank God for those testimonies. But my sister, my brother, maybe your testimony is the thing that's stunting your growth. Because all you remember is how you saw God. Instead of being driven to see him in a new way. God never wants you to be stagnated. That's why I love the name that he gave me many years ago as I pastored living waters. And when you really know what he's saying, that means you ought to be flowing. You ought to be moving. You ought to be going from one level to another level. Let's go deeper. One experience in God to another experience in God where you are walking on water and you can't be yawning and in rinse mode and doing the same thing over and over like a washing machine. It just goes to the steps. It do this. We got church down packed. We know how to worship. We know how to fall when I get hurt. We know how to get up and say church was bananas. We know how to do the same thing over and over. And therefore you think you are in in uncharted areas. No, you're not. You're going in circles. Turn and take your journey. Go where you never see where you never seen anybody else go. Go where you can't find a scripture to articulate it. But you know that you're hearing God because it's lining up with the scripture that is telling you what way to go. Uncharted. The adjective uncharted is all about the unknown. And it's defined as is not shown or located on a map. You can't find where God is taking you. You don't know where God is taking you. You never explored it. It's been unknown to you. It's not a place or a region, but you know it when you see it, Abraham. 
And the God that I serve to show you, this ain't no new gospel I'm teaching. Whenever God really moves somebody that's great in the scripture. And first of all, anybody that's great in the scripture was able to show you where they walked in the uncharted areas. Territories, waters. Where they had to stretch out on faith. And Joseph said, I've never seen this happen to anybody else. I'm hoping this is God. I'm believing this is God. And I'm trusting this is God. For example, our astronauts, they get to experience exploring uncharted areas in space. They go places that they know nobody else have ever went. It have not been mapped. God wants to use you to go to uncharted areas within your family. Some of you are generation curse breakers. And you have to be willing and know how to accept that feeling of being uh, a trailblazer and a trendsetter. And I don't say that in a fleshly mode where you're bragging about where you're at and what God doing with you. I'm saying if you're going to be a trailblazer, one who blazes the trail, you got to be willing to go to a place that the trail is not there. And make your own trail. Chart a new path and it's not you doing it. So don't press, put too much pressure on yourself. The only pressure we are to have, and I'm talking to somebody right now, the only pressure, my brother, that you are to have is the pressure to move when the spirit tell you to move and to move how he tell you to move. Be inspired by somebody else. Be influenced by other people, but don't try to imitate nobody because if you imitate them to the T of their faith, you're only going to get where they are at and you fail to show or display the, 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 power, the power of God in a unique way by following the voice that he's telling you to do. So you have the astronauts that are going out there in space and explorers dream is discovering an uncharted desert island. Uncharted literally refers to anything that isn't plotted or planned. You didn't plan this. When your life can go according to your plan, that is evidence right there that God is not leading you. Did you hear what I said? God is not leading you if everything you have planned is coming to pass in one step, step two, step three, and you're writing books, how to succeed, five steps. <laughs> Let me tell you something, man. God is not able to be documented in script in a book or how, uh, how, that's how he's going to take everybody. Now, there can be principles such as trust God, listen to the Holy Spirit, etc. But you cannot articulate or you cannot even guessimate. <laughs> I know that's not a word, but you get what I'm saying. <clears throat> you cannot even guess what way God is going to go. Because usually the way you guess is the opposite of what he's going to do. So he'll take you through the, you know, he'll take you through the places where it's unknown. So in both the physical and the non-physical sense, uncharted can mean not yet mapped, surveyed or investigated. God was speaking through the prophet to me, and I believe God is speaking through this prophet myself to you, that he's looking to take you to places that your eyes have not seen. If you allow me to scream to quote this, your ears have not heard, neither have entered to your heart the thing that God had prepared for you, those that love him. 
but he's revealing it unto you by his spirit. So the word chart means a sheet or existing exhibiting information uh, uh, or graphic representation. Uh, So when you chart, you have a chart, you can go and articulate or find or pinpoint something. So when you do not have a chart, that says it haven't been planned. I'm going to say it again. God wants to take you into unfamiliar territories. Let's say it one more time. Another way, Jesse. God wants you to experience or be comfortable in unfamiliar situations. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Hey, thank you for taking the time to listen to this podcast. God has blessed us to have listeners all around the world. And I thought to myself, I said, maybe there's somebody that wants you to have a prayer request. I want you to pray with them concerning anything, your family or whatever it is. If that's be so, listen, drop me an email at jessecantypodcast at yahoo.com. J-S-S-E-C-A-N-T-Y podcast at yahoo.com. I would love to hear from you. I love to pray with you. And I want you to have a blessed day. You don't know what he was. Listen, Bruce, Bruce Lee. And I don't I'm not attributing to the teachings of Bruce Lee, Bruce Lee but he said something uh, that that makes sense right now. He says, be water, my friend. Whenever Bruce Lee would say be water, my friend, he was saying be formless. It means that people should not allow themselves to be trapped in a certain mindset. A person should be able to adapt to certain situations and grow from it and even change from it. In other words, be adaptable to change. I posted something on Facebook the other day and I remember somebody inboxed me, a friend of mine inboxed me says, oh man, if the homosexuals got what you just said, you're going to release them to be even more uh, confident to walk in what they're doing. And I said something about, um, I'm not living to become the person that you want me to be or something like that. I said, and I told him, I said, I'm not worried about that because even the enemy can take scripture and he did. Even Satan can take scripture out of context. So I'm not saying none of this out of context. I'm not saying something to just jump out there and see what way the the universe wants you to go. I'm talking about being led by the let's be it. Let's get it flat out by the Holy Spirit, which there is only one spirit that's from God. Capital S. Allowing the Holy Spirit to lead you, guide you and take you into places that you 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 never even dreamed you would be. And it's not just about you. The glory is when you can surrender your life to God, he can take your messed up life, turn it around and for in that not only take you places that you never thought you would be, but it will render back glory to him. That is the whole thing about raising Lazarus from the dead. He raised Lazarus from the dead and he told us before he did it that I'm so glad I was not here for the sake of the people that's around me. There's people who's looking at me or looking at Lazarus or weeping over Lazarus. They did not have faith. And he says, I'm going to say this out loud. And God got glory out of resurrecting Lazarus from the dead. 
They embraced Lazarus. They loved Lazarus. They celebrated Lazarus. They welcomed Lazarus back to the dinner table. But it was God that would get the glory on the resurrection. And I'm telling you, if you allow God to resurrect some things that people thought was dead in you, then therefore he is going to be the one and the only one to get the glory out of your life. You know, that famous, famous quotation, life is uncharted territory. It reveals its story one moment at a time. Well, likewise, walking with God is in uncharted waters. Oh, everybody got somebody they want to see when they get to heaven. And I got a whole bunch of them, too. But one of them I want to see is Peter. I want to dap Peter up and give Peter a high five and give him a secret handshake and say, man, I commend you. I'm, this is human terms I'm talking in. I'm going to step back and salute Peter and give him a pound because you're the only cat that desired to walk on water. I can relate a little bit to that, Peter, that you're willing to do something. Peter didn't have a copy me spirit. Peter didn't have a spirit where he look around and say, well, I, I want to do what everybody else doing. And I want to I want to have the same dream that everybody else have. Peter said, I want to do something that I ain't seen nobody do. I literally want to walk and I didn't plan to do it on uncharted waters. And when Peter opened up his desire to do and his really, he didn't just want to walk on waters. He had a stronger desire to get close to Christ. That 11 other jokers, yeah, I'm going to say that way in, in respect, but I'm going to say it just in my terminology. 11 other jokers didn't have a desire to do. Their faith, I didn't say they didn't love Jesus, but their faith did not take them there. I'm talking to somebody right now that you're around people that love Jesus, but their, their faith is not like yours that's willing to take you into uncharted or unfamiliar situations. But I don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> my man told me who used to cut my grass uh, he has a long, long landscaping business Richard Peak. he said Jesse I believe that what God is going to do with you he said this years ago when I was 19 he said either you're going to soar like an eagle, eagle or you're going to sink like a rock and I said man I'll never forget that you have to stretch out on God and allow him to take you to places where you know if he don't be the wind beneath my wings, then I can't make it. Uncharted territory or uncharted waters is a good place to be in. Being uncomfortable in Christ by, by walking by faith is a good place to be in. It means your spiritual senses should be heightened. You should be alert, listening to the spirit, the unction, the moving. For some reason, you woke up on a Tuesday with a desire to do something you never did before. Could it be God? Yes, it could be. Man cannot discover new oceans unless he has the courage to lose sight of the shore. And when you lose sight of the shore, you losing sight of people that you're familiar with. You losing the group that you would always hang out with and that they, they was with you when you was in the familiar box. 
but they have left you when you step outside the box. Change means traveling in uncharted waters, and this will cause your insecurities to rise. When you step outside of that uncharted area, done all of your insecurities, will I die? Will I make it? Will rise. But not only your insecurities, your securities will rise. Jesus did not, Peter did not recognize or experience Christ's saving power until he stepped into own, literally own uncharted waters and began to sink. His insecurities arose and his securities arose. See, the danger of venturing in the uncharted, uncharted waters is not nearly as dangerous as staying on the shore and waiting for your boat to come in. And I'm going to be honest with you. That's half of the people that you dap up and you wit. Them jokers, huh? and I say jokers, that's just because of the way I talk. Old-fashioned little southern boy. Them jokers are sitting there on the shore, and they want to play it safe in Jesus. They want to play it safe when they pursuing their destiny. But the danger is venturing out into the uncharted waters and not just waiting on the shore. You're not comfortable with waiting on the shore. We can't control the wind. Y'all have heard this before. You can't control the wind, but you can direct your sails. You can't control the adversity that come against you, but you can determine how you respond from it. Either it's going to blow you backwards or it's going to push you stronger and forward to God. Last thing I want to say, what this episode is about, I'm going to make it clear as I can make it. Move out of your comfort zone. You can only grow if you are willing to feel that feeling of unawkwardness and uncomfortableness. I don't know if that's a word. I'm not no English teacher, but you get what I'm saying. <laughs> willing to feel awkward and, and uncomfortable when you try something new. I'm telling you within the context that the Holy Spirit is speaking to you. If when God leads you down a path that you do not know what's going to happen. Do not retreat. Trust in your God and face that feeling of uncomfortableness. And if that ain't a word, forgive me, but being uncomfortable and allow God to be great into your life. Let me pray for you. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, I thank you for this episode. I pray that you allow, I pray that you make sense of what I said or what you said through me to the believer and to the listener. I pray that you reveal a relationship that you desire with them, God, that would take them to another dimension. We give you praise, honor, and glory in Jesus' mighty name. We say amen. Love you. Be blessed. Hey, business owners, this is Rashad Brown with SwipeFast, located in Columbia, South Carolina. We are excited to be partnering with Jesse E. Canty in the How Bad Do You Want It podcast. 
Since 2017, SwipeFast has been helping business owners like you save up to 99% in their debit and credit card processing fees. So if you process business to business or business to consumer payments, we have solutions that will meet your needs and would love to hear from you. You can reach us at SwipeFast.com forward slash save. That's Swipe spelled with the Y or contact us at 1-800-597-0713. Don't forget to let us know that Jesse E. Canty sent you. Have a blessed day.